TGIF. Thank God it's fish. I'm Fisher, you want to trust me and trust your porter? Uh, this is the fishbowl, that is the star. There are some of our 63,000 fish heads here in Cowboy Nation ready to roll today. We are running a million errands today, football, draft, and otherwise, but nothing stops us from doing a Friday morning TGIF, thank God it's fish, Cowboys top 10. We do it with your help. Get in, get on, be good, bring something of intellect to the table. And if you give me 15 Cowboy minutes, I will give you the world and away we go. Item one, source tells me uh, from inside the star, the, Cow uh, the Cowboys are not prioritizing T.Y. Hilton. I'm going to take that as a polite way of saying, and it's smart to be polite, just like it's smart for me to see why A, see my A. There's a never say never policy that should always exist. Uh, and there's also a politeness policy that should exist, just like Ezekiel Elliott, who we'll get to in a little bit, earned it in the greatest way. T.Y. Hilton came here off the couch and helped a playoff team. Uh, good guy, good player, surprised me with his still lingering ability to take a top off of defense, which he did on third and 30, and that was very cool. But Look at what the Cowboys have now assembled at wide receiver and look at the time of year it is. Um, again, if, if I if if this ends up chasing changing or I'm wrong or my source is wrong, I'll put a slap an egg on my forehead. But not prioritizing T.Y. Hilton. Lamb, Cooks, Gallup. And then some people are gonna say, what well, Jalen Tolbert, they're just handing him the no, not this, you're not handing him anything this year. But it would be really nice if he was simply the fourth receiver. Uh, there's also speculation. If the Cowboys draft a receiver in a premium round, that means they don't like it. No, it doesn't. It just means that that guy was, was a flashing light when they got to that spot in the draft. T.Y. Hilton not being prioritized. <laughs> Item two. Different story on Anthony Brown. Exclusive, exclusive. Uh, he is rehabbing that Achilles, and he's doing it inside the star, underneath the supervision of the Cowboys. Uh, now, that's also polite, but you'll notice, like, not everybody around here who's for, uh, was with the Cowboys last year, who's not with them now, <clears throat> Zeke, Work is working out inside the star. Most of them, that, that guy's working across the street. But Anthony Brown is working with the Cowboys to rehab. That's a sign. I know, a lot of you are asking about Tolbert. When do you give up on Tolbert when his contract expires and not before? Item three, speaking of wide receivers, the Cedric Wilson thing just won't go away. And I'm going to kill it for you here. If Cedric Wilson is a street free agent after the draft, depending on what the Cowboys do in the draft, Dallas will call him. And they'll, and they'll quite possibly offer him a million dollars. But these ideas, that, and the Dolphins are the ones pushing this, the idea that, hey, listen, yes, he only had 12 catches last year, but that's because after we acquired him, for $7 million a year times three, we got uh, Tyreek Hill, and that screwed up the opportunity that 
Cedric was going to have. But don't you worry. Cedric could have, no, he couldn't have done anything like T.Y. I mean, I'm sorry, anything like Tyreek. He couldn't have done anything like Waddle. We know that. He had a breakout, magnificent year in Dallas in 2021. 45 catches, six touchdowns. That's not going to happen again. Uh, Narka asking about Dewan Jones, uh, who, by the way, uh, I, I don't know very much about, but a bunch of you have asked about him. I will say this. The idea that that you're suggesting that that somebody named Dewan Jones is going to come in here and start beating out uh, the Terrences and the Tylers does not seem realistic to me. Uh, let me just say that. But again, it's on my list of things to look into. I promise I'll get there. The Cowboys are not trading for a $7 million a year fifth wide receiver, no matter what the Dolphins are trying to shove down people's throats. <laughs> Item four. Keep uh, uh, The owner has its place and the place has its owner or something like that. Odell Beckham Jr. doing his press conference yesterday in Baltimore, and he notes that one of the reasons that he got it done with the Ravens is the owner called him, Steve Biscotti, hey, and painted the vision, in addition, obviously, to writing the check. Painting the vision. Here's why we want you. Here's what we want of you. Here's what I think of you. And OBJ comes out of that thing saying, and I, I was fired up. I was fired up talking to Now, he probably doesn't even know Steve Biscotti's last name. Well, he might now because it's written on a check. But there, there is a place for the owner to get involved. And then there is a line that, in most cases, the owner shouldn't cross. Speaking of owners, item five, Dan Snyder out, ding dong, bongs on the wall, the witch is dead. This is a win and a loss for Jerry Jones's Cowboys. Dan Snyder being out is a win because the next ownership group will be better than Dan Snyder's regime was. That's inevitable, inarguable, unavoidable. Streaker, Uncle Fish Premium. Hey, how do I get to be Uncle Fish Premium? Circle in the star. Ask the fellas, I'll show you how. Snyder was his buddy, was. You are looking at the guy that asked Jerry the question on camera with my camera rolling. How are you and the Snyders doing? And Jerry's, uh, you can find the video. It's right here on the channel. It's uh, somewhat popular. Uh, Mr. Mine, uh, we ain't lovey-dovey. So was his buddy. The win is that the league will be stronger. The loss is that the, their team will be stronger. And that means that someday, some way, 
there might actually be a fourth team in the NFC East that's good because there's three of them right now. And Roy, that's right. I don't like Washington, but I'm glad they got rid of Snyder. And I, even though that strength that will strengthen them as a franchise and maybe as a competitor in the NFC East for the health of the league, that's what that's the other that's the, that's the B side of the the album here. Uh, what's an album? Ask your grandparents. That's the B side. Healthy league, healthy ownership, build a new stadium, make a bunch of money. That's that's healthy. The Washington Redskin football team commanders are not healthy. Streaker, suggestion, have Marsha do some on-camera work. She's prettier than you. Oh, sugar. Generic, the Cowboys lost to Snyder's team last year. I know. I was there. It doesn't happen very often, but it did indeed happen there in a rather unusual circumstance. I'm sure you will concede. Ultra, the uh, commanders won't be good until they get a quarterback and get a load of this. They haven't had a full-time star-level quarterback in 50 years. Tight end Kraft, small school, is now on the Cowboys' radar as well. Tight end, tight end, tight end, tight end, tight end. Item seven. Thursday night, the 27th, draft night, we're at the Maverick Bar, 1616 Hebron, 16 minutes from anywhere in the Metroplex, and just a football's throw away from the star in Frisco. So uh, what a great day if you're in the area. If you never toured the star, go do that on Thursday afternoon. Take the tour, uh, pay for the tour. It's great. And then roll down the street and meet us at 6 p.m. at the Maverick Bar. Um, we, we do this every year. It's a riot. And yes, I own the bar. So uh, if you come to the Maverick Bar, and by the way, it's not bar food, it's food food. And you have any sort of complaint whatsoever, take it to some other owner. If, however, you find it to be delightful, then you can thank me for it. You can also have fun, by the way, in the Uncle Fish store. There's the QR code to do it. And as I always remind you, hey, look who's... What's little Troy doing back there? Hmm. Hmm. As we approach 65,000 followers, what is little Troy doing back there? Stay tuned. You'll find out. Item eight. Jacob Bradford. Fish, the wings are great at the Maverick Bar. They really are. Much is being made about two Ezekiel Elliott <clears throat> workouts, and we're going to write about both of these today at CowboysSI.com as we hustle. Henry Gonzalez, Uncle Fish Premium, you are right. Fresh info served here. That's how it works. In fact, if over the course of this uh, 22 minutes, you, you review this show and you go, I didn't know that. Oh, that's a scoop. Oh, Fish is on this one. What? He said, what ridiculous thing, this old man? Any of those takes. Would you please subscribe to what we do here? It's absolutely free and worth every penny. We're very proud of the fact that we are boots on the ground. It is what separates us from all the other terrific uh, guys doing NFL work uh, across this great land of ours. Um, we'll have a guy in Kansas City for the draft. We'll have about five of us at the Star in Frisco. I got a guy in New England. I got a guy in, I got two guys in Washington. I got two guys in Philadelphia. I got a guy in Atlanta. I got two guys in Houston. 
uh, I got a guy in Seattle, on and on and on. I got a guy or a gal spread out all over to cover the NFL draft, Cowboys and more. And it all, the hub of the wheel is here and at CowboysSI.com. Jim C., Uncle Fish Premium. I'd like a second helping of fish, please. We'll serve it up hot this morning. And then at 6 p.m. tonight, TGIF, thank God it's fish. Six, a fish at six, live tonight. Um, and as Henry and others have pointed out, what makes this show different is elsewhere, maybe you get your information from Bristol. Here, you get it from Frisco. Eagle, is Zeke coming back? Don't hold out on me. Shaman Thomas pitches in uh, two bucks into the brief fund with the Commodores changing the name. Ah, uh, commodes, commanders, Commodores. If you're the new owner, Mr. Harris, Magic part of that thing, RG3 going to be part of that thing. I, I, I absolutely do wonder if you say, you know what? We're going to put our stamp on it. We're going to erase... All the stench. I wouldn't blame them a bit. Now, it would mean a what? A Redskins football. It would mean a fifth team name, fourth team name in six years. Jonathan Trotter, Uncle Fish Premium. I'd love to be at the Maverick Bar on Thursday the 27th, but I live in England. Wonk, wonk. There's two Zeke workout issues. And I'm going to write about them both today if I can, as quickly as I can. I'll get to them. One is he's in the backyard. Is that a hint that he's coming back to the college? It is not. Two is um, his personal coach, friend of the show, who's, uh, and you've seen, uh, you've seen Coach and Zeke and Bree uh, visit here. You can find those videos as well here are one-on-ones with Zeke doing his workout with Coach. Ramon, a good bar room will have three or four guys sitting at the bar, all knowledgeable about teams, players, and facts, discussing all hypothetical situations. Ask me how I know. I miss that. Drink responsibly. Well, first of all, that is what we do here. And second of all, if you recall, now I'm, I'm not making promises for this year, but as you recall, last year's show, the former Cowboys director of scouting, Tom Siskowski, came and was on was our guest live on the show. And we had the cameras rolling and fellas were popping in and popping out and you were popping in and popping your head out and asking questions. I, I don't know what the structure is going to be yet, but, uh, but it will be a bar room classroom for real. The second Zeke video thing, the first one is there's photos of him working out kind of done in conjunction with Dak and the Cowboys working out in the Dak yard. It's his, it's his best friend in football and he lives three miles away from him. If you want to go throw the football around, why not go over to Dak's house? There's a second video and it shows Zeke going through his footwork. And I'm going to post this on CowboysSI.com later. And some critics are looking at this footwork video going, he doesn't look very, very light afoot. And I'm going to, I'm going to check it out and I'm going to ask around and we'll work on it. Deal? Deal.
Item nine. Second round. Cornerback. Darius Rush? And finally, I told you I could do this in 20 minutes or so. Item 10. Let's do the Devin White. Let's break it down. And let's use Devin White as the guinea pig. Every year we hear how the Cowboys, this is their year, right? And that's partly the fault of people like me. Every year we also hear the Cowboys connected every celebrity name that's rumored to be available via trade or free agency. That's not my fault because when that comes up, well, yeah, we write about it, we talk about it, but we apply our boots on the ground knowledge to the rumor, separating fact from fiction. I'm here to help on Devin White. Star linebacker, fed up with his situation, bogged down contract negotiations, feels disrespected in Tampa and has asked for a trade. So many, many, many outlets have written about the Cowboys and Devin White. I'll pick one because they're my friends, Athlon Sports. Athlon Sports is writing, the Cowboys should go for this, swing a trade. And Athlon Sports, they're my friends and, and uh, they're big hairy-chested sluggers, so we, they won't get mad at me when I pick through them. Athlon writes, the team has a need for him. They re-signed Vander Esch, but they lack a proven playmaker at Weedside Linebacker. The only other guy with starting experience is Damone Clark. And with more than $13 million in cap space, they can afford him in the short term. Jerry seems to be operating with a sense of urgency this offseason. Let's pick it apart. Boots on the ground. Ready? These have to be sub bells. The team has a need for him. No, they don't. Your, your linebacker room is led by Micah Parsons, part-time, Leighton Vandresh, and now Damone Clark. Uh, and Jabril Cox is here. You, you might want to be better, but that does not scream need. I, I'm going to say, if you want to include Micah Parsons in the linebacker group, that screams one of the best linebacker groups in the league. Next. They have $13 million in cap space. Not if you count what's earmarked for the for the draft, which is $10 million. You have to count that. It's not spent yet, but it will be, and you have to count that. So the Cowboys do not have a gigantic amount of cap space as we sit here. Now, they could make more for the right guy. Item. Alphon writes, they can afford white for the short term. What do you mean the short term? He's pissed off because Tampa Bay won't give him a contract in the long term. You, you want to trade for somebody who's going to come to you and bring the same disgruntlement here? He'll be just as unhappy here in the short term. No, he wants a new contract. And finally, item. Jerry Jones seems to be operating with a sense of urgency this offseason. I, I agree with that. Gilmore, Cooks, they won the deals. 
this kid who Tampa Bay is not giving away. Tampa Bay is not, tra- I'll even say, Tampa Bay is not trading him. He's their best player. I think he's 26. He really might be their best player. And he wants $20 million a year. This is where you have to understand from the inside what the Cowboys need for real and think for real. They have created in their pie, their salary cap pie, a general sense of how many $20 million guys plus you can have on your team, how many $10 million guys you can have on your team, and what positions they should play. And and off-ball linebacker ain't one of them. So, uh, listen, I if, if there's something real, I will get you excited about it. If there's something not real that's floating out there in the ether, then we deal with that too. Opera Doc, can't they earmark the past June 1st money from Zeke for the draft picks? I- indeed, but that's not here yet. So that's June 1st, and you don't you don't get that now. But it's a good point, Opera Doc. There will eventually be more cap room. And I repeat, you're, listen, you're going to do a new deal with, I know you, I mean, you're going to try to do a new deal with Dak Prescott, and then you'll have cap room. But even then, you're not signing a, you're not signing, you're not trading for and signing Devin, an a, a off-ball linebacker to a five-year, $100 million contract. It's not happening. Uh, I appreciate the arguments in support of Zeke, but um, the idea that he's going to go to the Eagles or anywhere else and average five yards a carry, um, what what Zeke would do in Philadelphia, and the reason that if I'm Philadelphia, I would I would sniff around after the draft. Instead of Jalen Hurts getting all those one-yard carries and getting beat up, Ezekiel Elliott would score a lot of one-yard touchdowns in Philadelphia. Maybe not much more than that, but that he would do. Uh, We'll get into Zeke's footwork and the Dak Yard over the course of the day today. Don't forget to find us uh, at CowboysSI.com. Yesterday, CowboysSI.com, our NBA coverage and our NFL coverage, three-quarter of a million of you read us yesterday. 746,000 of you are reading us. So... You, sir, or madam, if you're a cowboy person, have come to the right place. Fish out.